0: Welcome to yet another episode of the First Text Minutes podcast. Well, my name remains the same, the handle remains the same. For more podcast content, you can go to where you generally get it. Go for the goals O N F O R T H E G O A L S. Yeah, I thought to quickly touch on um, some of the trending topics in the world of football, and I have two in mind. Well, I have to first start from the home scene, where where a mysterious goal was scored um, during a mysterious period, um, given the rules and regulation of football, and then all hell broke loose on Sunday evening uh, in the football circle, especially in the Nigerian industry, where Katsina United uh, scored their third goal in ninety-plus minutes. Uh, it is funny because the Brembo Stars also uh, equalized in the game, making it 2-2 in the 90-plus minute. But their own 90-plus minute was clearer than the other team's 90-plus minute. So I think Brembo Stars scored in the 92nd minute there about, according to um, official records from the Brembo Stars' handle. I think the um, MPFL, that's the Nigerian Professional Football League, handle says 90-plus-1, 90-plus-2. This was clearer. It was obvious. It was obvious the time the goal was scored. But you you now move things to the time Katsina United scored, and you're wondering, uh, um, ninety some some score some said score um, upset ninety plus thirty four. Some other scores said ninety plus, plus twenty three. However, the MPFL did not particularly put a an official time to when this goal was scored. They just wrote 90, then put a comma on top. And the question was, funny thing, is, I checked the time of, the, of this tweet. The time of this tweet, that's the update on the Katsina goal. It came a few minutes, say 15 plus, plus minutes after checking it. the update of the goal that Bremlostar scored. So, Rainbow Star scored, I think, 1759, thereabout, yes. You can still go check the tweet. And then, by the time the MPF will make an update on the time that Katsuma United scored, I think it was around 1824, if I stand to be corrected. So, definitely, whatever this live score app got wrong or did not get right, they were not too far from the truth. Might not necessarily have been 90 plus 34 minutes, but then again, it was it was more than 90 plus 10 minutes. And it begs the question, um, one, why doesn't the official handle of the league have an official time when this goal was scored? Will this goal go down as one of the most mysterious goals that were scored in the Nigeria, that was scored in the Nigerian professional football league this season? That is one. Two, what happened to the extent of the game getting extended for that period of time? Most of the things that go down in the Nigerian like, Professional Football League are always mysterious. You know the check, you, you, you know the catch. Most of the things that go down in that league always remain mysterious. Most of the time, we we'll never figure it out regardless of how hard we try. We say to ourselves, what happened? And then we're like, mm, well, it happened. So we're just probably just going to leave it the way it is. Uh, we're going to. Like the local parlance here, yeah. it is what it is. But then again, shout out to the champions, the newly crowned champions, Rivers United did fantastically well for themselves. I always say that if you have the balls and um, is it Cahuna enough, yes, or Cahuna or Cohoon, or, or the case may be, to win the Nigeria Professional Football League, then you deserve all the credit that you will be receiving. Think they've done very well for themselves, kudos to them, kudos to um, the, other, the other teams that are, have are done well for themselves, the other ones that are swimming in the relegation waters might as well be going to collect their kudos from, from wherever they get it, but uh, speaking of the team swimming in relegation waters, there was talk about, uh, you know, carnivores getting points deducted off of them and then you later hear that the points will not be deducted and Sounds like a host that has been flogged well enough but we have to say these things um, because most of the time, check it, the bad news about the MPFL gets more of the noise, more than the credits, more than the good things that happens. And it's because people already have a bias in advance towards this league. They're already thinking to themselves, oh boy, you know what, she is going to go down and it's going to be terrible, and it's not going to be nice. So, whenever something terrible happens, they're like, I said it, I mean, I knew what's going to happen. I knew this league is a good-for-nothing league. I knew that they're up to no good in that league. But by the time good things happen, it's not amplified well enough because there's a norm, there's an expectation fans are bringing. I say, look, you know what, something bad is going to happen. And on the day it does not happen, they're like, oh, it's just one of those very, very few days when bad things don't happen and when negative things happen when there's negative news i mean you should have seen the media yesterday A portion of the media though not the whole of the media everybody was wondering wait 19 plus 34 wait, ninety 23 how is that possible did somebody die i mean what happened and the game why did why did it go on for so long why wasn't the time passed you know and stuff like that but then again in the local palace especially in this part of the world It is what it is. Let me quickly touch on international football, Chelsea. Everybody's leaving Chelsea. Everybody's exiting Chelsea. It's like the new owner came and opened the exit door and said, Oh, thanks for your service. Y'all can now leave. Peter Track is the latest big name to leave the backroom staff of Chelsea Football Club. And you know, yeah, as a fan, you might get emotional and everything, but it beg a lot of questions, not just the question, a lot of questions. One of which is what exactly is going on? Manchester City signing big names, making major moves. Liverpool making major moves, signing big names, even Arsenal, even Arsenal signing Gabriel Jesus, adding, them, adding Gabriel to their to ranks, and other players, the Vieira guy, I think, from Portugal, but Chelsea, yeah, they're linked to Sterling, but what more? don't think there's been that much. I don't think they're beating, making enough moves in the transfer market for the fans to be satisfied. And then there's an exodus. So not much is coming in, but there's a massive exodus. And you know, it it begs the question, is this the norm when Power exchanges hands at the upper echelons of of a football club? You know, when, when, when ownership changes hands? Is it this tumultuous in terms of leaving fans in the limbo and not letting them know what's going on. Yeah, rumours and everything, but if you check most of the rumours, not enough is connected to Chelsea. But considering the fact that they a thing that Silva is 39 years old, you have a certain aspect that is the into his 30s also, you, you had a um, Rüdiger who had to leave, they're seen at the back in terms of numbers and age-wise. But then again, this names who can make things happen for Chelsea in the transfer market are not coming. They're going out. So new owners are definitely coming with um, a new strategy, definitely. Now the question is, will it work? Will this strategy be powerful enough? Will it be effective enough? Will it be effectual enough in terms of helping them to bring in the necessary talent that they need? to challenge Manchester City for the Premier League title and also to go one step ahead in Europe and knock Real Madrid off the perch. That's if they can, I guess, get past the likes of Manchester City, Liverpool and Bayern Munich, to say least. So what exactly is going on? I'm not saying this is what's going on, I'm just saying it's obvious. More people are exiting than those that are coming in. Yeah, there's a new owner on board, yeah, there are new directors and all of that. The chances so far for this... Um, change in power. Chelsea fans have to endure, say, one or two seasons, you know, for stability's sake. I mean, if Sterling calls, yeah, that's why I heard Ronaldo and I heard Neymar. (laughs) Well, we know all those are rumours, but then again, should Chelsea fans be worried? Maybe like, 55% or 60% worried. It's a club, they'll definitely take care of themselves. Those guys are big boys. They know what they're doing most of the time. But, you know, as fans, you should be worried because the names that should be linked, okay, Ronaldo, look, check it. Ronaldo, Neymar, Sterling. Um, Last I checked, none of those three names are defenders. And the major bulk of the issue that Chelsea currently has now that needs immediate fixing, is at the back. They're thin. The back, except they want to go um, chase the Premier League title uh, with Malang think. I don't think the fans want to do that, also. So, I think uh, for Chelsea, yeah, there might be a few exoduses, but um, I think they need to go back to the beginning. They need to write new genesis so that if not for anything, at least they can be assured of their top four spots. And also, go one further and see maybe they can, you know, cause a little bit of ripple in the waters when it comes to the two-cost race. Maybe make it a three-cost race. I don't even have anything to say about Manchester United. This is where we wrap up this episode of the first minutes Podcast. My name is Ritim Darmala. You find me on Twitter, PAPI underscore D. Great. June is leaving. June is going. It's been fun, really. It's been really, really fun. Cheers. Heard cheers to the second half of the year. I'm hopeful and prayerful that it will be better than the first half of the year for me and for you. So I'll come to you in the next episode of the podcast. Stay safe, my friends. Stay jiggy also. And make the most easy return. Because while life is incredibly long, you heard it. Life is also incredibly short. I'll catch you in the next episode of the podcast. Cheers, my friends. Bye for now.